As we've studied the life of Joseph with Scott Pauling, we've learned that this study isn't necessarily about Joseph, but instead about the God who was with Joseph, even in the darkest of circumstances. As you look at your own circumstances through the eyes of faith, do you recognize God's presence? Oh, that we could learn to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Have you ever wondered how a man like Joseph endured so much and yet his spirit survived? It not only survived, it soared. I mean, honestly, it's not just that his circumstances changed, but his mind stayed right. His emotions stayed right. Instead of being blown away, instead of being so deeply wounded he could never get over it, how did he make it all the way to the finish line with joy? I believe that question is answered in the closing verses of Genesis chapter 50. Now, we've been studying this chapter and living for the last day we're going to live, the day we see the Lord, and we've learned a number of things through these verses already. We've learned that we should remember and honor those who taught us and instructed us in the past. We have to learn to leave the details of our life in God's hands. Uh, we have to seek to, to lift up others, minister to those around us, even to those who have done us wrong. But today, I think we come to the real secret, the, the foundational truth that is really saved in this passage for last, and not because it's least, but really because it's the whole thing. You, you can't do what you ought to do and be what you ought to be apart from the Word of God. And I want to show you today from Genesis 50 that Joseph stayed in God's Word. Now, granted, he didn't have a copy of the Bible, the finished revelation like I have in front of me right now. Uh, he didn't have a, a beautiful copy of even the book of Genesis. But I'll tell you what he did have. He had the promises of God. He had God's Word that had been given to Abraham and to Isaac and to Jacob, and Joseph lived in that and rested on that and ran to that over and over and over again. Let me show you what I mean. Genesis 50 verse 22 says, And Joseph dwelt in Egypt, he and his father's house, and Joseph lived 110 years. And Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation. The children also of Maker, the son of Manasseh, were brought up upon Joseph's knees. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I die. Now, that doesn't sound very positive, does it? I die. And yet, there's not a period after that statement. There's a colon because he's getting ready to tell them something that's very important for them in the future. He said, I die, and God will surely visit you and bring you out of this land unto the land which he sware to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And Joseph took an oath of the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and ye shall carry up my bones from hence. Oh, I love this. Here's a man nearing the end, and instead of getting weaker, he's still speaking in strength. Instead of there being any wavering or hesitancy or tentativeness about him, no, you can tell by what he says and how he says it, there is confidence, there is certainty. He's not ending with a question mark. He's ending with an exclamation point. Don't you want to end that way? Let me tell you how to finish strong. Stay in God's Word. Stay in the truth and let the truth stay deeply in you. Here is a man that lived on one promise through his entire life. I don't know how I missed this for years. 
But here at the end of the story, it is evident by what comes out of his mouth. Remember, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh, that through the entire period from the time he's 17 years of age to the time he's 110 on his deathbed, he has one thing in his heart. What was it? The promise that was given to Abraham and to Isaac and to Jacob and the promise that he was claiming for himself and for his family in the future. He was living on the word of God. Let me give you a couple of applications of this from Joseph's example today. First of all, he meditated on the promises of God. I want to recommend to you that you you spend time not just reading Scripture but meditating on it. Think on these things intentionally, purposely, deliberately. Think on the promises of God. Remember, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So if you want your faith to grow, if you want increased hope, there's one key ingredient to that, the Word. The Word, the Word, the Word. Get in the Word and let the Word get into you. I used to wonder about Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, how he lived through the entire Babylonian captivity with all that brokenness. How, how did he survive? Then one day I was reading in Jeremiah, and I found something very interesting. Because I always had this mental picture of him as a man sobbing all the time, tears always in his eyes. And yet I came to that wonderful passage where Jeremiah said, Thy words were found, and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. See, you can get through the tears if you have the joy. The joy of the Lord will be your strength, and the joy is always connected to the word of God. They asked George Mueller late in life, they said, you seem like you're still a happy man. And he said, I am a happy man. He said, for the last 69 years, I've gotten up every morning and I've read the word of God until I found one of the promises of God. He said, when I found a promise, I got on my knees, put my finger on the promise and looked to heaven and said, Lord, you promised and I'm claiming this one today. And George Mueller said, for all these years, God never failed to keep his word. I'm going to tell you how you can keep a happy heart, how you can finish well. It is this, lean on the promises of God. Live in the word. Claim the scriptures. And that's what Joseph did. Then, not only did he meditate on the promise of God, he then communicated that truth to others. I love this. He's not only in God's word, but he's then using his words to share it with others. He's speaking in faith. Did you see the twice he says in verse 24, And again in verse 25, these two powerful words, God will. God will. You know, in an age of unbelief, God's people ought to be speaking in faith. Don't be an unbelieving believer. God will. Don't talk about what you don't know. Don't talk about what you can't answer. Talk about this with certainty. Let me tell you what God will do. I'll tell you what God will do. God will always do what God says he will do. Do you remember when Joseph was taken out of prison? He was brought before Pharaoh to interpret a dream. And Pharaoh said, I I hear you can interpret dreams. What did Joseph say? He said, it is not in me, God shall. Uh, These words are so reminiscent of that. That same certainty has not been lost. That same faith and confidence is rooted in God. God shall, God will. So today, meditate on God's word for yourself and then communicate God's word to others. Perhaps even the promise that God will lead you to today is something that God will use not only in your life, but he will use you to be the messenger of it to someone else that desperately needs to hear it. Don't you know that Joseph's brothers and children and grandchildren needed to hear this certainty? God's going to visit you. God's going to keep his word. You just do the right thing. Communicate that to others. 
I'll tell you what we're seeing here in Genesis 50. Joseph was connected to those who came before him and those coming behind him. And I want to say to you, so are we. We've received something from those who ran the race of faith before us. We received the baton. Now it's our turn to run with it and at some moment to pass it on to the generation following. Look, it's not just our future that's at stake. It's the future of our children and the future of our grandchildren. And so we return to verse 26, so Joseph died. Friend, you don't know when you're going to die or where you're going to die, but you can choose how you're going to live until you die. Live today like you want to die. If you want to die in faith, live in faith and share it with others today. As believers, we long for the day that we see the Lord and forever will be in His presence in heaven. But friend, you and I do not have to wait until then to live in the presence of God. In Joseph's life, we are reminded that the Lord desires that we stay in His presence throughout each day and in every circumstance. This was the open secret of Joseph's life. Scott has a tremendous resource that will equip you to live in God's presence. His book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph to download the free digital book, access the audio book, or purchase the hard copy version. Our prayer is that this will inspire your daily walk with the Lord.